Hello and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. We are continuing our topic about government where we looked at its various layers from self-governance to family to church and now to our civil government. Now, we all know that in a couple of months, we will have a change of leadership. But as believers, what is our participation in this season? That's what we're going to look at today. Let me read to you Matthew 5, verses 11 to 16. It says here, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Now, just to give a short context, this is part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount where he paints a picture of what kingdom living looks like. He mentions a lot of countercultural things during their time, and I would say even today. In our world, there are lots of noises around us. Some of them you know, are aligned with what God says, but most of them are unbiblical. My prayer is that we will not allow the world to drown us from what God wants to say to us. Three things that we're going to look at as we discuss what we are going to do as believers in our civil government. And those are our identity, our involvement, and our impact. The first one is that our identity comes from Jesus. See, from the verse that we read, sabi don, you are. In Greek, it means you exist to be. <laughs> Jesus gives us who you are, who you exist to be. At least from this verse that we read, we are salt, we are the light of the world. Now, towards the end of the verse, we see an allusion of Jesus saying that we are the children of our Father who is in heaven. And that is our identity, not the political person we support. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong in supporting or campaigning for someone, but don't let that person be your identity. Neither let another person's political preference to be the way how we see other people and their identity as well. Our identity comes from God as believers. <laughs> Jesus said, you are. You have your Father in heaven. You know, we are placed here as Filipinos. And being Filipino is part of who we are. But it is not our ultimate identity. Our nationality is not our God. Let us not make our nationality our idol. We are first and foremost disciples of King Jesus. And this disciple of Jesus is a Filipino. We get our identity from him and we live it out where we are placed. God, Jesus, says we are salt and light of the world. Therefore, we are. Second thing that we can see here is that our involvement is to be salt and light to the world. <laughs> our involvement stems from our identity. Two main things that Jesus said here. We are the salt of the world. Now, a salt during their time is something that's valuable because it helps stop decay. A preservative, if you may. Wala naman silang ref or freezer nun eh. 
It has an antibacterial effect. It draws out water and it dries out the germs. And it also makes things tastier. And we put salt in food. But have you thought about that salt works not from a distant, but up close? You see, I love cooking and eating steak. And maybe you've tried this already, uh, cooking steak. Have you tried seasoning a steak, but the salt is in its salt shaker? Inaalug mo lang, <laughs> pero hindi mo naman nilalagay yung asin. <laughs> no matter how much you shake the salt, but if it is still in the salt shaker, and if it does not hit the steak, it has no impact. You and I are the salt of the world. We are also the light of the world. You know, when you look at the word light in scripture, usually it also symbolizes beauty, truth, goodness. And light is something generally not hidden, but shown for everyone to see. And if you think about it, when we step into a dark room, how do we remove darkness? Do we command the darkness to go away? No, we switch on the light <laughs> and then light comes in the darkness. In the same way, we are called by Jesus to participate in ways that we bring value to the world by promoting good, opposing evil, and cultivating a nation where people can experience God, not from a distance, but up close. And that leads us to the impact we have when we do it together. If you would look at that uh, latter end of the verses, it says there that we are the light of the world. And collectively, these lights inside their individual homes, seen from afar, it looks like it's a city on a hill. And isn't it true? Naganan naman talaga tayo eh. We are, after all, a city within a city. We are all under King Jesus and we happen to live in this world. To a certain sense, we are like dual citizens. We are on this world, but ultimately we are with God. Our ultimate allegiance is not in this world, but with God. A city set on a hill. And as believers, when we come together, our light is seen by everyone. But what is the impact of it? So that we will make a name for ourselves? Is it to show that we are right and others are wrong? Is it to show the whole world, Ah, yeah, no? Okay ako, walang problema yung buhay ko eh. No. If you look at the last verses, our hope is that others will see our deeds as reflecting to our Father in heaven and glorify Him. Because at the end of it, my prayer is that the impact that we will make is not for our candidate to win, but rather that people will see how we live and glorify God. Isn't it true? That's just what we want after all. We just want to see God honored. We just want to honor God. We just want the people to glorify God. You know, the applications for what we've just read are various, and it's unfair for me to limit, to limit it to some. But let me just share some stories that I have seen this truth work out. I see it in a believer who wants to bring change by running for office in the government. I see it in a business owner sacrificing, his, uh, sacrificing to know the needs of his or her employees and working on meeting them. I saw it in a group of Victory Group members coming together to feed jeepney drivers who couldn't work. You know, you may say, Grabe naman, di ko kaya yun. Laki naman agad nun, pastor. No, but the others may not be as grand as that, but it is salt and light nonetheless. It can be as simple, yet powerful, 
as someone constantly praying and speak, speaking blessing to our nation, or someone listening and even visiting someone who is depressed. It can be someone, and I've seen this already a lot, someone sending food to a person in quarantine or someone taking on the hassle to coordinate for someone who is in severe COVID or a nurse praying for someone as they make their rounds, a student helping someone in their studies, an office mate preaching the gospel after seeing his co-worker have a breakdown. I saw it in a homeschooled mom instilling values to her kids, or someone researching and participating in elections. I saw it in a student preaching the gospel. And ito pa, <laughs> I, saw the, I saw these truths from a student preaching to a funeral in their family because they had lost someone due to COVID. And many, many more. Some stories, some actions shine brighter than the others, yeah. Others may just be a flicker of light, but even the tiniest flame is seen in the darkest mountain. I believe God is calling you and me for a particular role that we have right now. And as we enter a change of leadership in our government, and as we take on sides to campaign and vote for who we believe is the best for our country, let us not forget that our identity is from Christ. And we are all empowered to be involved in advancing His kingdom. But, 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 let's always guard our motivation. And may our motivation for our actions be always to honor God. Let me take the time to pray for all of us here. Lord, first and foremost, I pray for unity. You said in your word, your word that the world, will, the world will know that we are your disciples because we are one. And I pray, God, more than the political differences and biases that we will have, Lord, I pray that we will come together united by this truth and reality that our identity is from you and that you have saved us all by your grace on the cross. And Lord, I pray also right now that you will give us creativity on how to be a salt and light in our own backyards, in our own spheres of influence, in our workmates, sa trabaho namin, sa pamilya namin, sa mga kaklase namin. Lord, I pray that you will give us a burden to reach out. And Lord, thank you that even today, you are opening opportunities before us. And Lord, my prayer and our faith is that we will see more people glorify you. Lord, use us as your vessels. Lord, use us. Lord, we humble ourselves before you. Use us for your glory, O God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Lord, we worship you for you
Thank you for staying with us. Just want to declare this for all of us here. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you, God. That grace, thank you because grace, love, and fellowship, your grace, love, and fellowship will be with us as we go on with our week today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you'd like to watch these messages every weekday morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.